0: Welcome to the diary of a Christian single woman where you hear her innermost thoughts and prayers while also hearing the Lord's response in return. Sit back and relax, grab your journal and pen, pour you a cup of coffee or tea, and go on this journey to self-discovery and growth in the Lord. It's time to write. Dear Lord, These are some fun conversations that we're having, and I am always looking forward to your insight. I really enjoyed the list of characteristics that I should be looking for in a spouse, and I pray that he is able to find some great characteristics in me. I hope that just as much as I am working towards a better understanding of myself in preparation of a relationship, that he is doing the same. You know, Lord, there is so much propaganda that is pushed on single women to be fully prepared before getting married, but you don't see that with men. So I have to put my full trust in you knowing that you are preparing both of us for one another. It's exciting when I think about it. I feel like the more I'm learning and growing, the more I'm aware of what is important to me in a relationship and the closer I am to receiving it. All right, Lord, moving right along to the next agenda item. As a single woman, we always hear the phrase, I'm waiting for my Boaz. And I admit I have used this phrase quite a bit because of the romanticism that's behind it. Boaz saves the day when he sees Ruth working in his field and then she lies at his feet. However, as I started to really think about it, Why would I want a Boaz when there are so many other men in the world that could be emulated for their great efforts? What makes Boaz so special that women all over the world use him as a cliche phrase? I know that he was noble and did the right thing by Ruth and Naomi. However, there's not much we know about him. Also, Boaz was already taken, so I don't want him anyway. The narrative on this should be changed as there were other great men in the Bible that would be awesome examples of what to look for. Last entry, you gave me a list of character traits to look for in a potential spouse. The names you named, I immediately recognized as great men of the Bible who had strong recognizable character traits. However, I'm curious, God, are there others less well-known? Obviously I can't marry them, but it would be nice to see a different man other than Boaz. I'm not taking away from the greatness that was in him, but to be honest, it gets old after a while and the propaganda behind him makes it seem like he was the only good one out there. In the end, Lord, I'm not looking for Boaz because everyone else is checking for him. (laughs) Let me go against the grain and learn about other great men in the word. Even though I desire the man that you have specifically designed for me, it's always good to look at examples in the Bible because it'll help to steer me in the right direction. I think it's wisdom to look at these types of things from a broader perspective in order to see the totality of someone. Meaning, when I finally run into the one, I will be able to see him and recognize him from all angles and not just from a limited Boaz view. As always, Lord, I look forward to your apply. I love you, your daughter. Dear daughter, your desire to talk to me is always refreshing. You are a sweet smelling savor in my nostrils. Your eagerness to not only be a hearer of my word, but a doer brings joy to my heart. I really love your heart in these moments and as you seek me, I'll continue to draw near to you. You are right that Boaz has been the focal point for single women. However, there were many men in the Bible who were noble, honorable, and did right in my eyes and by the women in their lives. Let me name a few for you. First up, Jacob. He was full of long suffering, patience, determination, and discipline. He loved Rachel and negotiated with Laban to work for seven years to marry her. Laban tricks him into marrying Leah, and Jacob still worked another seven years to receive the woman he actually wanted. He was the epitome of, if you want something, you have to go get it. This man perseveres. Next up, Hosea. He understood that marriage takes work and that there will be many times when forgiveness will be needed. His wife was a prostitute and each time she left him, he did everything he could to get her back, including purchasing her. Even though I gave him unusual instructions to marry a harlot, he took the marriage covenant seriously. This man is quick to forgive, and knows how to cover his wife and is faithful. Another one, the Proverbs 31 woman's husband. Even though I didn't name his name, he is still worth a mention. He observed his wife's greatness and cheered her on. He didn't take her for granted, but understood how she was a benefit to his life. She was a jewel in his crown and he understood her worth. He had full confidence in her and lacked nothing of value because of who she was in his life. He knew she made him look good. This man is not intimidated by his wife's success. Joshua. He didn't allow negativity and the lack of vision from others keep him from seeing the vision I had for his people. And he acted on it. He moved out in courage and strength, knowing that they could possess the land. This man had vision. Joseph, with the coat of many colors. He was steadfast and unmovable in the face of trials. His perseverance and belief in what I showed him in a dream allowed him to remain in my promises, even in the midst of adversity. He didn't waver nor falter he simply believed and as a result i made sure it came to pass this man is a rock caleb he wasn't easily discouraged and he was fully devoted to god and his instructions this man could see the end goal no matter the opposition and he looked to me for instructions and guidance on how to lead people to the promised land this man is a leader. Then there's Josiah. He brought healing to a nation and its people through continued covenant with me. A man with this attribute will not only make sure his wife experiences the healing she needs, whether physical or spiritual, but also his children. This man is a healer. Ananias of Damascus. He listened and followed me even in the hard times. He was given instructions to bring the word of God to the person that would have killed him on the spot. And yet he obeyed me anyway. This type of man will walk through the fire to make sure he is always following me even when it is difficult. This man is obedient. Nehemiah. He saw a need and fulfilled it, which ultimately caused him to walk in his calling. Due to his love towards the people, he took it as a personal challenge to bring about change that would make a difference and glorify God. This man knows and walks in his calling unapologetically. And lastly, the Good Samaritan. He had compassion for those less fortunate. Instead of just continuing to walk around a man in need, the Samaritan took time out of his own schedule to care for someone he didn't know. This is the type of man that a woman should desire. This man is empathetic. So yes, my daughter, Boaz was a great man and had traits to be desired. However, he wasn't the only man. And even today, I know it seems like there are no good men like the above left. But that is a trick of the enemy there are plenty of men who love me desire me and desire to love you the way that i love you so hold on he's coming i love you my daughter god hey ladies i love 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 this response as single women all we hear about is boaz and I got to the point where I was so sick of hearing about Boaz and at one point I really wanted to throw a revolt and chant no more Boaz, no more Boaz. He's so over sensationalized by women all over the world that he has literally become this cliche phrase instead of being known as the awesome man who redeemed his family. And so, as we heard from the Lord, there are many other men in the Bible that have amazing traits that we should be looking for in a spouse, so there is no reason to be fixated on just one. If you paid attention, you'll see the blueprint of character traits that should be desired. Now, the order of importance of these traits will be different for every woman. However, they are important nonetheless. And then the best thing that we can do is keep God first and stay prayerful when potential suitors come along. Then we can consider them by the above list and then determine if this is someone that we should start to get to know. And so I know it seems like men like this are extremely rare to come by because I have thought this myself. But I have to believe that God wouldn't let all of his daughters that desire to have a man like this down. And so if it is the desire of your heart to be married and have a wonderful spouse and family, no matter your age, then I would pray that God would honor that that desire. And so... We still have to do our part though, right? Like we're not gonna be found just by sitting on our couches and hoping that he shows up at the door. I know that we are in the time of the coronavirus. So a lot of us are staying inside these days, but we still have to be open and available for whoever God would send our way and how he would send them our way. Shutting men down at hello is not beneficial, ladies. (laughs) It's not. I used to do this. Shut men down at hello. Let him get his hello out and his intention for stopping you and then decide what you wanna do. You know, godly single men do exist and there are plenty who are ready to settle down and love a woman. So let's make sure that we understand that God will never steer us wrong when we continue to invite him in the process. We just have to be solid in what we're looking for and know the attributes and characteristics we desire. And so when we do that, we have to really take the time to think about why these characteristics are important to you and what would be detrimental to you if the person who's approaching you doesn't have them. And so I'm not talking about physical characteristics here because, you know, we know looks can fade and God even said that he looks at the heart and not at man's outward appearance. But look at things like personality and spiritual characteristics, What core values and morals are important to you for them to have? And then when you can answer these questions for yourself, then you can recognize faster when a good one has come your way. So I would challenge you to do a search for yourself on a man in the Bible other than Boaz that you admire and write out those characteristics about them that are important to you. It's important to recognize these things so that when he comes, you will be ready. Thank you for listening to the Confessions of a Christian Single Woman podcast. Remember, ladies, that God loves you immensely. There are no boundaries or restrictions to his love. Always seek his face, hear his voice, and live his word out loud. If you have any questions that you would like to hear addressed on this podcast, or if you would like to submit a journal entry, you can email us at diary at Singlewoman.com. Until next time, may the peace of the Lord go with you this week.